Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the 213th episode of Be With Me. We're going to talk about a passage today that may or may not be in the Bible, and I'll explain what I mean by that. We're in John chapter 8, verse 1, and the heading above that passage in my Bible says, The earliest manuscripts do not include John 7, 53 through 811. That is, what that means is the best Bibles are the ones that are closest to the time that they were written. And so we have Bibles, and my Bible here has verses 1 through 12 of chapter 8. But as they went back and found the earliest manuscripts of John, uh, this part was not in there. So I believe it was D.A. Carson, I might have the person wrong, but the quote's correct, that this is my favorite passage that's not in the Bible. So we're going to hold this with just a little bit more um, uh, caution than we normally would with Scripture, because the rest of Scripture, in fact, I can't even think of another passage that's like this, you can... Totally, totally rely on its historicity, its truth, its uh, transmission, and its uh, inspiration. What we'll talk about with this passage is its principles. So let me just read the passage that is of concern here. This is from John chapter 8. Uh, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? This they said to test him, that they might have something to charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up. And said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. So this passage brings up a interesting uh, topic, which is what should we do about sin? Uh, there's lots of that in the Bible. And then what should we do about others' sin? Uh, we talked that, about that extensively through through um, Matthew chapter 18. So let's talk about adultery here. And what what is adultery? Let's define it and define marriage. So adultery is when you take sexual pleasure from someone else's spouse, or you give sexual pleasure as a spouse to someone who is not your spouse. The, the way I like to think about marriage is it's a walled garden. And God, it's a, a God-designed garden where 
he puts two citizens, a man and a woman, into this little kingdom, if you will. And so there's kingdom people, that is the husband and wife, and then there's non-kingdom people, which is everybody else, the other six billion people on the planet. So there's citizens in the kingdom and there's citizens outside the kingdom. And this is a, a God-ordained uh, kingdom, and inside the kingdom there are certain rights and pleasures, sexual pleasures and privileges that a husband and wife can enjoy uh, inside the kingdom. And there's also some duties and responsibilities of the citizens of that kingdom, of that marriage, as it were. It's a it's a kingdom that we don't enter into uh, lightly. We make a big deal about it. We have a, a wedding and a and a celebration a, about it. So. Uh, teaching point to this, the single people is obviously, you know, be careful who you get into that kingdom with, uh, because you're going to be there a long time. Um, it's certainly God's provision. Your your options are, and if you're a single person, you can probably speak to this um, more acutely. Is just the alternative is aloneness. And so this kingdom, this walled kingdom is uh, supposed to last uh, until the death of one spouse. So at the time that one person is buried into the ground, then the walls of this uh, king kingdom uh, come out. So what makes the kingdom stop, the sovereignty of the kingdom? It's the death of one of the uh, one of the citizens. So again, there are du- duties and responsibilities unique to the kingdom to the kingdom and the citizens of that kingdom. And then there's rights that are given to the citizens of the kingdom that are not given to anybody else who's outside of the kingdom. So what is adultery? So adultery is when we take these boundaries of marriage and somebody jumps the wall, you reach out to somebody else's kingdom and you uh, you take a benefit uh, typically from that person uh, that you don't own. You don't own. So the the question in the story here about this woman caught in adultery is why is this a big deal? Uh, is it a big deal? Um, the Moses law, which we probably should uh, address. Uh, actually, I didn't look up the Moses law, so let me not comment on that. I don't want to speak about something I don't don't know about. The question I want to get back to is, who's the boss of me and who's the boss of my zipper, my sexuality? Is it is it me? And the question we're asking is, what rights does God have here? And who's the potter and who's the clay? Who's the clay? Uh, am I sovereignty here? And so the, the question I think that this, this story addresses is the sovereignty of sexuality or who is the boss of of my sex. So with the garden, you get provision and witness and uh, blessings. In it, you get to give love and service to another, and you get to enjoy certain of the uh, rights. And the question that is being asked here, and we ask of marriage, is what about my agency? And what happened to my agency about this? So it's a... uh, a concerning question, and come back tomorrow, and we'll finish up with who is the boss of my sex.